PPI Sports has always been a massive supporter of natural bodybuilding, so it only made sense for us and them to partner up. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by BPI Sports, and if you want to support them and us, use code NATTYNEWSDAILY at checkout for some exclusive discounts off any of your orders. Enjoy the episode. What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Natty News Daily. You guys are going to know who we've got on the podcast this morning, Mr. AJ Morris, making his triumphant return to the podcast. A little fuller in the face, I think, since we last saw him. <laughs> yeah. we've, uh, we've switched roles. Our faces have transitioned uh, from one another. So uh, how are you, my man? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm really, really good. Thank you for having me back on. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you're right. You know, recovered from prep as I should be. I think yeah. if I had a, a skeleton face right now, I definitely wouldn't be improving. So, no. um, you know, 20, 20 plus pounds of stage weight, feeling sort of better by the week. Yeah. And uh, yeah, still still carrying a, a, a good chunk of fatigue from from that prep. It was certainly wasn't wasn't um, the most, uh, I guess, easy ride at the end with regards yeah. to sort of like doing the consecutive shows and, and staying in, in, in condition for, for that sort of time period. Um, and also trying to get leaner as well. So, um, yep. but yeah, no, I'm feeling a little better now and, and, and getting back to enjoying myself in the gym again. Yep. yep. When you say fatigue, just kind of beat up, just dragging a little bit still, or would you say? I think fatigue more relative to the hormonal status that that, that was sort of stayed in for, for quite a lot of time. So I think the, the physiological adaptations um, are hidden by adrenaline post-show. So you come out of the show and you're like, oh, I feel, I feel good. I feel energetic. I feel close to normal. And I even made a post saying sort of, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm recovering. I'm more very quickly recovered. You know, I, I, did, I did feel good at that point. But then you get the adrenaline sort of wash off and the excitement of that post-show window wash off. And you're like, no, okay, I'm, I'm still not, not back to my normal self. So fatigue markers being, you know, I think libido still being pretty low. Um, food focus and all that jazz doesn't really ever bother me because I'm just not really that kind of like guy. Like I enjoy food, but it didn't really bother me during prep. It doesn't really bother me post-show, but I think, um, you know, to relative with food, it's more so just, just high appetite, even after eating a meal, you know, all of those kind of signs that taking a little longer, um, definitely sort of more so very like my 2017 recovery as opposed to 2020 which just i was recovered literally like within a week post-show because i just didn't get stage condition yeah. um yeah like i was my libido was like normal all the way through prep like oh, even really? one day out yeah, yeah 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 so i can get like for me so that was in t- relative terms that was one six two on on show day in italy um where was in okay stage condition, but just nothing close to what I hit uh, this past year. Wow! So and you, you was, were on stage what I'm at right now. That's interesting. Yeah, I was I was one six two in Italy when I won that uh, European Championship. I was wow. um I was one five two on stage when yeah. I won the UK and international um and probably looked my best. So a year later, ten pounds lighter, <laughs> um, but probably looking like ten pounds bigger. But those those ten pounds for me to get off that's the territory which really messes me up yep. in the yep. in terms of like all the normal effects that you get when you get that lean so yeah that that territory for me just takes some time to to get out of probably another another month and i'll be i'll be pretty i'll be pretty good yeah yeah so let, let's work out on a similar timeline with like post show post season so it's, it's interesting to hear where you're at and um 
yeah everyone's a little different with the markers that you know that do affect them um yeah. you know some this this more than that like i feel phenomenal generally but like my libido has been tanked since like july so it's like yeah. but other than that i feel great lifts are progressing great i feel strong as an ox like you know all that stuff but that's yeah <laughs> yeah the last just, holdout I, I think there's also like a difference because you can feel really really strong in the gym but because you're deploying a lot of energy availability towards that process and obviously we put a lot of effort into the way that we train um your body's almost like not really giving you the energy availability for the, the physiological processes to to start to adapt as well and like recover from the prep so you know for for, for me right now like i obviously i want to get really really strong but i knew if, if if i probably took like a week off the gym and i ate my training day macros i know my libido would come back within like four days because yeah. of the fatigue drop off from training so i think some of it's masked in me training like an animal in the gym um that just naturally makes me feel very tired and my body's still getting used to progressive overload again because the reality is for like the majority of the last couple of months of contest prep training it was all about retention it was all about like maintaining 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 like wasn't really chasing progression yeah. because it's not realistic if you're getting progressions at the back end of prep something's changing with your execution yeah. bottom line um so it's just it was just like holding on to to performance and that's very different to the stress that's created from from progressive overload um so my, my body's just sort of taking a bit of time to adapt to that as well oh yeah after uh after yesterday's like session i train typically around like 9 or 10 a.m so you know get in there for legs around 10 walking out around noon so the day's half gone and it was like quality session like i was in it and mm. funny you mentioned like the fatigue the, the whole rest of the day like my friends want to go skating and i was like you guys are nuts like i can't even get off the couch right now and the whole the whole rest of the day it just felt like i was hit by a bus yep but it was just yeah. like it was a combination of the the phys obviously the physical output the mental output like it's all into that two hours and after that it was just like i am useless to everybody right now it's yeah. always fun having to hit your 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 aj you track steps like your steps and like during prep like the day after and two days after a leg session where you're just sore it already and like i'm sure you've experienced that yeah well unfortunately well not fortunately i don't know whether it's fortunately fortunately i i i would hit this the same number every single day regardless of whether my legs felt like they were falling off oh yeah not. you hit so, it but it's like yeah it's, just... it's um yeah it just gets a little harder uh for sure <laughs> so let's yeah. let's briefly talk about the i guess the latter half of this most recent prep because you yeah. know we, we've spoken about that i don't know how much people know you know the details about it but you pushed really hard your calories got really low like you were still losing one and a half two pounds a week and yeah. you know you've you've spoken you know relatively publicly that it was maybe not the best idea it didn't necessarily bring the best look you you felt trashed you're still recovering so can you just touch on that really quick before we transition to the next plan of approach yeah, sure so i think first of all you know hindsight's always always amazing in bodybuilding i mean even when you have like the best plan and you think you're doing the right things. You always look back and you think you could have done things better from every single prep. You know, I don't doubt that my next prep, I'll look back and see things and, and yeah. things that would change. So it's not like I, I made huge, huge errors of judgment or anything like that. I just think that 
especially when I got the feedback from the UK show and I got sort of told by, by Lee, especially um, just don't really do anything. Just, just like, just make sure you, you keep what you've got and, and sort of just like allow yourself to, to kind of cruise into the rest of these shows that you've got ahead of you. So like my mindset is always, okay, well, you know, that's the feedback. So I'm going to kind of like not prove him wrong, but I'm just going to yeah. show him something better. Yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, let's try and pull off a little bit more body weight and, and see what that yields. I think for the, the world's, the world show had the peaking process been more efficient. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. I would have been my absolute best at that show. Like two days, two days out from that show. I um, mean, even one day out, I, no, more like two days when we arrived there after the travel, I definitely wasn't my best ever. Um, I was leaner than the UK. And I, I, I think I, I, I mean, even on the show day, I was leaner than the UK. Um, it's just, after after that definitely the the look wasn't the best for the olympia because what happened is i actually thought my season was over i thought that that was the last show um so i typically you know i i went out to eat yep. i i consciously ate as, a, as as if i was bringing the reverse diet um or recovery diet so i ate a lot of food i went up like you know eight nine pounds in body weight from sodium fluctuations and just having a lot of calories and then, uh, you know, I got put in front of him the idea of doing the Olympia. And like, I was shit. like, shit, I got to do it. <laughs> I got to do it because I really want to be there. And yeah. I really want to experience it, be part of the first like UK FBA team that goes out there. I want to be there from a coaching standpoint to understand what the standards are like. So I then had to pull off all of that weight. Obviously, none of that is muscle. All of it's muscle glycogen, some body fat fundamentally yep. there will be some body fat there gained in that period of time so i had to pull off more body fat from gaining no new muscle so yep. what did i do in that process probably sacrifice some some muscle yep. it's why it's why I'm, I'm 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 always very stern with post shows for clients that have more shows they yep. don't go out to eat if they do then it's very controlled um yep. because that's the last uh, fun, funny do. you mentioned that because cliff and i have had that very same subject because i've yeah. got like throughout throughout my april there's four shows on the calendar and he's like we can do it he's like but you can't be you can't have any freedom post show like if anything <laughs> like maybe you can get like a chicken breast and broccoli to go out for dinner but he's like i i would probably i personally would probably opt completely against it and just because it's too close you have zero room for error you screw yep. up a little bit you're, you're six days out like what are you going to do in six days you're trying to get ahead right like you said you're trying to maybe you know inch a little bit leaner a little bit leaner but if you go back a pound or two and you were trying to chase half a pound, well, now you're two and a half behind. Especially because you go into each show, like you want to go in fully loaded with yep. carbohydrate. So it's like you're on the brink of spilling already. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I, you know, I think um, that, that was why I was able to improve from the UK show to the Romania show is because I had two week gap. And in between those two weeks, all I did was like perfect execution from yep post-show from the UK FBA into a little bit of fat loss into another peak. So it literally worked perfectly. I had a week of fat loss and a week of peaking with a linear reverse. Um, so that, that worked fantastic. I think the reason why I maybe wasn't happy with, well, I say I wasn't happy. I was still happy with what I brought. I just, I felt like it, I mean, it was, 
it was apples and oranges, whatever you want to say between me and Dan, who eventually won. Um, but it was also like, it was a case of, I thought that when I looked at the photos, the way that the lighting worked at that venue and specifically just, I just don't think I even had a cons like a, an actual perception of what I looked like. Yeah. Whereas at the UKDFBA show, I had the black backdrop with yeah. perfect stage lighting and I could really see, okay, this is what, this is what I'm actually working with. And I was, it's the first time I ever received stage shots and thought I'm actually yeah. really like yeah. pretty happy with, with where I'm at from a muscularity perspective, you know, now that I've got all the body fat off, it really shows, it shows, it, it just shows how I train. It shows how I, it shows what I vision when I train as well. It shows, um, more maturity, more density that's been 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 put on 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 a physique that already had sort of the, the shape there to be a, a decent bodybuilder. So um, I was a little bit sort of disappointed with those pictures, and obviously a bit. Well, I was disappointed with the results. I wanted to win. Um, so yeah, and then like I said, coming away from that, doing the Olympia, Olympia is a fantastic experience. I already knew who was gonna who was gonna compete. I already knew that uh, Jacob would be in my class and uh, yeah, I just wanted to compete against him because he's going to be one of the natural bodybuilders. If he, if he stays on this path, he'll probably be one of those that will just be remembered in the future because he's going to be one of the best. Um, I mean, probably this way I had him, I had him either. Well, I had him definitely third in the natural Olympia and the pro class. I definitely had him third um, in that lineup, but he, you could have definitely argued him, him actually winning yeah. uh, clean the lines than, second and uh, first um but just maybe the second and first were carrying a lot of a ridiculous amount of muscularity and yeah. they kind of like the judging that that pro level they kind of seem to favor a little bit more of the yeah uh, muscularity over condition seemed to be at that, that particular one yeah. um but yeah i think you know overall to wrap up the season it just taught me that again to get where i want to be i'm glad that i don't or I haven't sort of accepted the, the professional status yet, or I haven't got it. I didn't get it last year. So um, I'm glad that I don't, because I I'm, I don't want to be there until I'm at that level and it can be competitive at that level. And I think. Um, that's in, that's just, important for people to hear, right. Is like, you know, yeah, people are so, people, and, and you know, I can speak to this, you know, you can speak to this, Dan can speak to this, you know, you're, you're so eager to, to hit that, pro status right just you know from an intrinsic level you know you've you've made it you've worked your butt off you know a lot of us have been training probably 10 plus years now but you go to that level like it's a totally different ball game right like it's it's you know to be a really good amateur to win shows as an amateur blah 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 and then turn pro Mm. man like you'd be ready to get your ass handed to you unless like, that's why, like after this season, like I'm going to go away for two or three, four years again, because if I get what I want, I know I'm not good enough to be a, you know, to defend, like to fight for any, you know, decent placings in my opinion. Yeah. And I I think it also comes down to the way that that we all work. And a lot of people who are listening to this podcast as well, like our mindsets work. I I don't want to do a show that I don't have the chance to win. I don't know. So I don't want to get a pro card and go and compete against Ben Howard or Mitch Jarvis, who <laughs> yeah. I know I'm not beating yet. And yeah. I know for a fact I'm not there yet because I've posed literally right next to them. Yeah. I've Those looked photos are nutty. Those photos are nutty, by the way. Those, <laughs> Those are really cool. Yeah, it was a great, that was another reason why I just love these trips is because you oh, get those sure. kind of opportunities. Like me and Ben throughout that day, one day out in Romania, 
We literally just like would would eat a meal, go downstairs to the gym, pose. Eat a meal, go downstairs to the gym, pose. So I saw Ben's glutes about a million times that day and made me feel very like very self-conscious about mine. Um, but yeah, like you know, and Ben, even on that day, he was like saying to me, you know, it's there, but you're maybe one off season away from being at the level that you you probably want to be. Yeah. to be competitive you know um there is just missing gaps in maturity and that just comes with time For sure. you know but equally and i'm sure we've all had this but like i'm kind of a i've done it now where i've obviously competed in 2017 2020 2021 and i, I get good feedback and obviously I've, I've had great success but i always get the same thing it's like the shapes there but with more like more muscle so I'm I'm bored. I'm just bored of hearing more muscle. I'm so bored of it. Yeah. I want to yeah. uh, next time I compete, I want to come to a show, and I just want someone to tell me you've got enough muscle. Yeah. Like <laughs> there you go. Like, Good job. I, I, you I you win. That. Yeah. You you win. Um. Yeah. But it's you know. Tough, so that, right? do you that's, ever have enough? Do you ever have enough muscle though? I you never oh, had too much. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, maybe. It, I There's see a what look, saying right? because yeah, like you, you right can speak now, to that. Yeah, right now the frame isn't filled with as much muscle as it really like one needs to be competitive at a professional level. Um, or two, like there's just like you could argue, oh, okay, I could go assisted and there's endless room to fill the yeah. frame. But as a natural physique, I know that for a fact, like there is there is definite potential to to add more and it not look disproportionate or anything like that and it's only going to bring more condition as well that's the thing it's like there's body parts that i think the biggest difference this past season was the um maturity and conditioning i was able to achieve in my hamstrings i've never been able to see my hamstrings like dug out and separated um and this time i was able to do that and that is purely as a result of more muscle so i know if i want the body part that really I want all the way there with like fullness with the glutes. I just need even more glute tissue, but that just proves how big your glutes have to get for them get to back be under that bar, my man. Like, it's, yeah, you, you, you're going to make you, it happen, boy. You, yeah. You've, you've got to have really, 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 really big glutes. Um, so, so yeah, that's just what's coming. Awesome. Okay. Now the fun part. Now the fun part. What's coming, down the, scoop. Cut, what's coming down the <laughs> pipeline? This is Natty News exclusive. Everybody's hearing oh, it yeah. first right now. I've forgotten about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The biggest, <laughs> the biggest news to kick off the new year for natural bodybuilding is probably this right now because everybody's going to be buzzing to hear it. Uh, You've got I, before, I, my I, I hope people find it interesting. It's a pleasure if people do find it very interesting. I'm just um, stoked because, I, I don't know, you got, you got two – great minds in the sport two personalities that have a good following yeah. that can make it exciting make it fun you've got the floor yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun so so yeah actually like as soon as i as soon as i finish prep um i well every time i come back from from a trip even if i'm not competing i'll always get on my phone on the plane and i'll just like just jot away loads of notes and yep. thoughts and my opinion on things that maybe has changed as a result of seeing something or a judging decision or the way that I need to look or whatever. Um, 
and on the plane plane back from from the Olympia, the, the first thing I wrote was just I, I I need to get I need to get someone in my corner. Um, I need I need to build a relationship now that I feel very confident in my ability to trust that individual moving into my next prep, which is the moment. It still is the plan is twenty twenty three, so that's a a year dedicated to growing, dedicated to the off season. Whether I need a little bit more time or I don't feel like I've Basically, if I don't feel like I've hit new stuff in the gym consistently for a long time, solidified that new tissue and can get myself into a good start point for 2023, I, I will wait another year. Um, and obviously this, this person, I'm, I'll heavily ride on their opinion as well. Um, so yeah, then, you know, obviously the, the, the decision-making process occurs in your head. Okay, who? Um, uh, one of the, the first individuals that I ever followed in the sport when it came to coaching, when it came to actually a competitive athlete as well was Alberto Nunes. So Berto, as, as everyone sort of knows him. Um, and equally, I became very, very sort of like quite close friends with Dirk, his client. Um, the back end of, of this year, we were sort of communicating on a daily basis about our peaks and how he was looking, how I was looking. And because he was doing WMF Worlds, I was doing the Natural Olympia. So it's like a nice sort of like back and forth with him. He obviously ultimately ended up with his ultimate goal um, and he looked absolutely tremendous and did a prep, which just on paper looks crazy and did a lot of things. And I saw a lot of things happen to his physique when he was sending me some photos that I was just like, how's he going to like reel this back into where he was at and like actually bring his best. His physique looked like different tired and then he just looked amazing like five six days later and i was this this is this is what's happening in front of my eyes here with with his physique and his trust in berto was a relationship that they'd they'd nurtured over a long time um yeah, for, those, is, for those that don't know he'd been working with berto since 16 i think like yeah, they've been together a long a long, long time, time. Yeah, so, I remember he said yeah, that on our last yeah, podcast with him. Yeah, so don't don't undervalue what AJ is saying when he's saying like he's worked with him and invested time in him because yeah, that 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 right there as as That's talented pivotal. as talented as as Dirk is as an athlete as Berto is as a coach that relationship over those years is is pivotal like you said. Yeah, it, it really is. So I, I I just needed to make a move as soon as possible so i sent but a voice note on instagram and just sort of like laid down what my idea was and the fact that i i'd, I'd really like to work with him um obviously it's going to be a, like a slightly different sort of coaching relationship in the sense that i do really want to sort of have the majority of control from a, a training standpoint yep i feel very very confident with what works for me yep. in terms of of you know both in the off season but also in pre-contest, I just know what, what I need to do. Um, I'm pretty sure I Berto... take a similar approach in my training. I, I don't like anyone touching my training. I, I'll, I'll ask for like insight or like what's your thoughts on this or like little organization, but in terms of like overall management, I, I'm the same way. But nutrition, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. that sort of stuff, yeah. You see, the thing is like, that brings up a very relevant point because I don't do anything stupid in training. I don't, I don't sacrifice my training. I, I, I won't. I just don't do it. I do appropriate volume. I take appropriate rest. Yep. And I'm always smart. And that's why I think I'm good at holding on to holding on to performance and holding on to muscle because I'm very smart with my training. Now, where I go wrong is I just want more all the time. And where do I get that from? I do probably more expenditure, expenditure than I should at certain points. I 
don't refeed or run high days unless I am on death's door. <laughs> um, I dig down my calories to create a rate of loss that sometimes isn't sufficient. And I wouldn't want a client to do, and I wouldn't allow a client to lose as fast as I lost in some weeks. So I, I, I go against the grain because I'm a, I'm an extremist when it comes yep. to, to this. And I think all of us as bodybuilders or successful bodybuilders are pretty extreme. So I just I think having that outside eye on the nutrition, there's just something to it. It's just like, you know, yeah. and you can kind of like you've alluded to, like you just kind of want to dig more. You just want to dig more. Like, how can I get better? How can I get leaner? Like constantly. And yeah, um, it's you know, having that outside better. eye that could be like, you know, calm yourself. You're, you're, you're good. You're good. Leroy, we had the conversation. Oh, yeah. I, I, was go- I was going to chime in. I was going to chime in really quick there. Like, like, so similar to what AJ's talking about, what I do with Cliff, for those that don't know, I work with Cliff Wilson. I handle all my training. He asked, do you want me to do your training? Blah, blah. I said, Nope, I, I like it. I like what I do. And I found a, a method that works for me. And yeah. Again, to AJ's point, um, you know, what, right now we have the weekly refeeds with what my weight has done the last three weeks, I would have completely dug myself way deeper because it hasn't, it hasn't budged in, in three weeks. Cliff's like, nope, I like the look, keep it going. We'll adjust when we need to week goes by, not much change. No, man, it's okay. I like what I see. Things are good. And, and I have to trust just like AJ is going to have to trust Birdo's eye, Birdo's knowledge. We hired them for a reason. We're working yep. with them for a reason. But you know, like, like AJ said, that extremist that I want more, I want, I, I can get, I can get leaner. Just, I won't do the refeed. No, I need you to do the refeed. I want you to do the refeed. Yeah, but no, I'm your coach. Listen to me. And that's where I think from my experience has helped me vastly. And I think from AJ's experience with Birdo in the coming year, it, it'll be, it'll be a game changer. I really think that man. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you basically nailed my sort of thoughts there is just, I need, I need someone to, to put my trust in, into, I need someone that I know understands exactly what he needs to see yeah. from a, a, not only like, okay, get me into condition, but okay. Give me, give me an idea of, of, of where you think this is gonna, this is gonna land. Give me yeah. some. <laughs> the amount of times me... I've asked Cliff, "What do you think I'm gonna weigh on show day?" He's probably like, "Shut up! It doesn't matter. Just get in shape." <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 more so, even like even just like a little bit of a confidence boost in terms of, okay, this this is this is looking really good in comparison yes. to physiques that he's yep. seen at a pro level. You know, like I want I want yep. his eyes, which is you know viewed people that have turned pro i want his eyes that have seen people in the pro classes um across multiple different federations you know i, I need that kind of professional eye um as much as there's loads of other people in the industry that i really look up to and i'd love to learn off and work with i need someone that's in in the trenches in the trenches for a long for time sure. and and, and Birdo and cliff are, are exactly that yeah. in terms of people that have just been there in natural bodybuilding for a long long time so that's why I, you know, and I also just value Bert as a person. He's always supported me. He's always yeah, he's following what I do on Instagram. You know, like yep. he's aware of me. He's not just like this person that like I'd contact and I'd just be like, I'm not, I'm not sounding like a dick here, but I just wouldn't be like a, another random inquiry to, to Bert. Like he replied to me via voice note. He said that he'd really, he'd really be excited and stoked to work with me. You know, that yep. that's, um, that's, that's something that I feel yep. is important. Yeah. Because he respects he respects how much I care about this. He understands that I'm someone that will do 
anything in my power to be better. Um, so yeah, we're going to start off with, um, with just their sort of like off season coaching style scenario. So, um, once every sort of couple of months or so I'll have a Skype call. Um, and I've got actually my first one today, uh, with him just sort of discussing where I'm at and giving myself a little bit more of a trajectory of where I should be at over the course of, of this year. And then pretty confident the back end of this year, um, especially as we start to, if we, if we get green light on, on going in 23, probably by at least October time, I can imagine that I'll be under full weekly check-ins with him and going through some sort of a pre-preparatory phase. I can imagine um, to get myself into a really good position to, to start prep. And then the goal will be to, to to come back to the UK FBA finals as the first show. And uh, given that I'm a British champion, I should get a direct invite for that one. So I'll do the same that I did in, in 21 and um, come back with the goal of winning that. But this time, not just the class, the overall as well. That's the. Awesome. I'm really excited for you, man. That's yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So yeah. And should- the value from the last like 20 minutes of conversation for any athlete is, is off the charts in this one. So oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. And thank like you. AJ. I appreciate, appreciate you guys having me on and chatting to me. Before we go, um, I just want to quickly touch on what the off season is going to look like for you. So this is something that I briefly, I think I saw you post about pushing north of 200 again. Um, sure. Is that still something you want to do? Um, you know, we talked to Berto and he was going on about, um, you know, getting the first little bit off, holding there and then starting prep in a better position, which is similar to what I did coming from 200 to 180, hang out there a little bit and kind of uh, unof- like officially start prep you know, 20 pounds lighter than peak off season. Is that something that you are intending to do? Yeah, I can, I can imagine something like that. I think, yeah. I think what Berto will sort of say to me over the course of the next couple of Skype calls will be in the encouragement of me getting to a body weight where I'm the most effective in the gym, yeah. which I know for me is probably anywhere between 180 and 190. Yeah. So whether yeah. or not it's just like, okay, we see 190, what 190 looks like on a visual basis. Because the thing is, for me, 200 pounds wasn't super, super soft. I carry body fat very well. Yeah, you, you felt, you felt, I think, I think me and you are very similar stature and, and when, where we kind of hold fat and tissue and stuff. And like yeah. 200 didn't look terrible, no, but not as good as 180, 180 to 185. Yeah. But I also felt at 200, that element of like, I feel like a gorilla in the gym. And I'm kind of unstoppable. Yeah. And that then goes back to what you touched on earlier with your training and more five pounds PR, another rep. And that just, that kind of fuels our mentality towards training, which then reflects what we see on the scale. And it's that fine balance between that. Right. It is. It is a hundred percent. So I I just need to find that middle ground. I think for me, if I get to 200, the only thing I know needs to be done differently to for 23's prep is I just don't want to start prep at peak body weight that i've only just gotten to like that was the issue with 21 is that i got to 200 only spent two weeks there and then started dieting yep said Um, hi and then left (laughs) so yeah Yeah. i I need to spend some more time there which is what i'm I'm honestly just not afraid about how quickly the weight comes on right now as long as i'm relatively content with what i see in the mirror I'm gaining as much as I need to gain with my numbers going up. And I don't really care too much because I also know when the time comes, I know I can get the body fat off and whatever needs to be done to get the body fat off, I'll do it. But equally, I know with Burrow in my corner, especially the back end of the year, 
they'll put a leash on whatever I've done in the off season to be able yep. to control me back down. So, um, you know, don't get me wrong. The rate of gain has certainly started to slow down now, but initially out of the gate was as quick as needed to recover and get me up to like being able to roll in, you know, 220 kilo deadlifts and just, just pull it off the floor, how it's meant to move as opposed to, the first time I pulled 220 off the floor, like sub 170, and it felt like everything was still going to just be torn up and <laughs> thrown out the window. Like, it just yeah. doesn't feel good. So yeah. I want my training to feel good. Um, and, you know, that as a byproduct of, of being at a productive body weight. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's sort of how the off-season will look. Awesome. Awesome. Great way to close this out. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on as always. It's always a pleasure, pleasure. chatting with you. Sweet. Yeah, no problems, guys. And hopefully this one... Uh, gets received well and uh, like sort of said I appreciate everyone that sort of listens to these and, and follows along with the journey yeah no thank you guys if you guys thank enjoyed you, this episode with AJ let us know give us a like obviously uh, I have, I'm going to assume most of you watching already follow him on social media but if not hit him up on Instagram that's where he's posting all his training content and everything so thanks again AJ we appreciate it thank you guys for watching and we'll see you guys in the next one <laughs>